Hello. Welcome to episode 14 of Our Weird Life. Yes, my name's Jody. My name's Jack. How are you, Jack? I'm pretty good, except for my back. I just I feel like an old man. I've just picked up a shopping basket. <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't sound more like an old age pensioner, honestly. I picked up a shopping basket full of food with two fingers because my hands were kind of full. And in my right hand, I had a pair of uh, set of keys for the car. Mm-hmm. And then I picked up with my remaining two fingers the shopping basket, which Why was. Why would you do that? Really heavy. I, I don't know. Why would you do that? I don't understand this at all. I think it's just, just like this men's, uh, man's mentality where you're like, I can lift the universe. So they do this thing here, which I really like. It's very useful and I wish that we'd figured it out sooner. Mm. But we kept seeing people in the supermarket with their own baskets. Yeah. So they would walk out with a basket and we just assume that they stole them. <laughs> <laughs> that like <laughs> stop him <laughs> like they they went to some different store stole a basket and then used it for their shopping hmm. so basically you would so they have different colored baskets so you shop with a green basket and then when you've paid for it they put it into a pink basket and i'd see people leaving the store with pink baskets so i was like i'm putting them in their car driving off so i was like they're just stealing baskets like that's okay <laughs> But then one of our friends, we went into his house um, and we saw one of these pink baskets. I was like, you've stole a basket too. He's, <laughs> You're a criminal too. And um, his Japanese is obviously, he's very good at Japanese. And he just said, no, you can buy them. <laughs> they sell them in the store. So we bought one and it's so much easier. You just you pay for your shopping and they just put your shopping into the Your new basket. basket, they put it from the green one to the pink one and you just pick it up and yep. walk out. So our entire week's worth of shopping was in this one basket and you decided to carry it with two fingers. Yep. And guess what happened? You pulled oh, it hurt my back. Yeah. Real bad. So I just I, I was like I was putting the trolley away and I came up to him and he was like, Oh, help oh me. My oh, Jody. Oh, oh. I was like, What have you done? And it annoys me as well because if it was me, you would have a go at me for something like that. Absolutely, I would. You'd be like, What are you doing? The ultimate hypocrite. You fool. <laughs> you fool. You would definitely say that to me. It was kind of funny though because what happened was I walked past uh, one of our students. And a oh, mom, yeah. and I was like, "Hello!" And then <laughs> mid "hello," it like popped. You know wow. when you get like a jolt in you, mm-hmm. uh, like a, a trap nerve or something. Mm-hmm. That happened. So I was like, "Hello!" Oh no! And they carried on going. That's bad. That is bad. Did she say hello back? Because I also saw the same student. The girl said hello, but I don't think her mom did. No, I don't think her mom. Do you know her mom? I didn't know her mom. No, but I just said hello. Oh. And she looked. She, she just, laughed. She looked mom, through me. The mom laughed to me. Oh, that's right. I didn't know you'd already said hello, so she was probably like. It's probably the way I said hello. To be honest, she, she probably thought it was a different language. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello my name's Jack. <laughs> I'm eighty-seven years old. <laughs> it's terrible, you know, because I remember as a kid, you would see older people and you'd be like. Why are they always talking about how achy they are and the knees and the back and the, you know, all this kind of stuff? And I never really, you can't appreciate it. I mean, I'm talking like I'm 70. I'm not, I'm 29. (laughs) But soon to be 30. But the change that happens as you start to like get towards 30, you do, you feel different. 
Your I mean, body is not mm. as resilient as as it's once twas. <laughs> once twas. <laughs> I agree with you, but not in this scenario. You were carrying that basket like a fool. And that's why you pulled your bag. It's got nothing to do with your age. Okay, fine. I'm a, I'm a buffoon. You tried to open the door with the same hand that your basket was in. No, I hadn't even got to the door. You I was, just had your keys in I it. just had my keys in my right hand, a bag in my left hand of rice. And then, um, yeah, two fingers left on my right hand, so I just scooped it up. Mm. I, it was going great. I was, I was almost there. And then it just went. That's like trying to lift, like, a weight with two fingers. <laughs> yeah, completely not warmed up either. Just, no, just off we go. Just my two fingers. All, all your strength is in those two fingers. That's what you're you're banking on there. Uh, if only I'd had my whole hand free. <laughs> we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Wow. But anyway, apart from that, I'm, uh, it's all rosy. How are yes, you? Yes, Jack caught my cold from last week, didn't you? Yeah, that was a that was a savage beast. So it's a good job. It's a good job that we uh, pre-recorded that episode. Very true. Um, my, I don't remember the last time my throat hurt that much. Honestly, it was really painful, and it just lasted for for ages. Yeah, but we we didn't have a temperature or anything, so we're good. <laughs> Yeah, I think generally now I, I still feel like a bit it fatigued. It wasn't a but fever really. It was like a runny nose and stuff too. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Feeling much better. So today is Sunday. Yes, Which is. is the day that we upload the podcast. So what I was going to say was hmm. you had a sore throat the same as mine was last week. Yes. But we've left it up to the last possible literal hour to record this because you have your throat i guess that's very true yeah like every night um we came back this week you just weren't well you had no voice or you just weren't feeling it yeah mainly my um my energy been so flat you know just haven't had like the the oomph the the, or the energy to be like i i don't want to come in here and just be like be careful what not you say myself. there, Jack, because I was. I put it not week. not myself. I was not myself last week. Yeah, that was the first were, thing I said. I think you were still pretty like like you were still pretty bouncy when you were ill. I think, whereas I'm, I don't think I'm the best company when I am. Mm, you know what I mean? Maybe I don't know. I still feel not myself, but I know what you mean. Hmm. I was going to say to you, we found out a really interesting fact today. Yes, we did. That I think we should share. Because um, someone wrote in our one of our groups, one of our WhatsApp messaging groups, that they were peed as a newt. I said peed because I didn't want to say drunk as a newt. Drunk as a newt. Yeah. And we were in the room with one of our American friends, and she was like, "What is that? Like, I don't understand that sentence at all." Yeah. And then we said, oh, it just means you're really, really drunk. And she's like, but why as a newt? So. <laughs> Which we were kind of bewildered by too. I was like, I don't know. It's probably just some thing, some weird saying that doesn't really have a backstory or a meaning. Um, so I Googled it. And do you remember what it was, Jack? Apparently it's from Scotland. Scotland. It is Scottish. And they would use newts as a way of measuring the 
how good whiskey was, I suppose, how strong it was, how potent. And they would drop a newt into the whiskey and apparently if it died quickly, <laughs> it was good old. Yeah. Good, good it, dram of whiskey. It was good whiskey. But if it didn't die quickly, I presume it was thrown out and, you know, they start again or something. Mm. But I never would have guessed it was something like that. Never, ever, that it actually involved a newt. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. I thought it meant something like, you know, the way newts walk is kind of like wobbly. Oh, from side to side? Yeah, side to side. So my guess would Ooh, be something that. like that. Like, I really didn't think... Like, as well, I don't think I've ever seen a newt in in the UK. <laughs> I've seen, like, these little lizardy things in Japan around the street and stuff, but I've never seen a newt just walking around. I remember always thinking that with Matilda. Hmm. Was it Matilda? No. Was it Matilda? When she puts the newt in the jar and Miss Trunchable, like... Don't don't, you remember that? I don't remember that. You don't remember that? So they have this newt in the classroom, that um, the girl with the glasses. Okay. She finds it, I think, and she's like, look, I got a newt. And she puts it in the jar and she puts it at the front of the classroom. And Miss Trunchable's shouting at her, the little girl. So Matilda makes the jar open and shake um, and, like, throws the newt out of the jar and Uh. onto Miss Trunchable's breast area. (laughs) It, like, goes onto her chest and she's like, ah. Now I remember. Yeah, and she goes mad and Mm. and then... um, yeah, and Matilda starts moving all stuff around the room to scare her. Yeah. But that, I mean, that, anyway, was, that was set in, they did the film in America, didn't they? Oh, right, yeah. But isn't it isn't it an English story? Yeah, but I think they just took it for, like, an American audience, I suppose. But that's what I mean, like, I would never just find a newt in the garden. <laughs> I don't know. I, would I, I wouldn't go, if someone said, where do I find me a newt, I wouldn't say... <laughs> To Scotland. <laughs> to Scotland in whiskey. <laughs> I would imagine that it would be in by a pond. Yeah, I, I mean, they must have them, or else I'd, I don't see how else it could have come from Scotland, really. But I know what you mean. It's strange, isn't it? I wouldn't, I wouldn't think a newt. I think you'd be more likely to drop a, I don't know, a pigeon in there or something. Is what I'm saying. Is a newt a relative of a frog? Oh, it's, it says it's a salamander. Yeah. A newt is a salamander. Is that? That's just what it says. A newt is a, sa- a salamander. So does that mean it's um, an amphibian? Or is that a totally different thing? Uh, is a salamander its own thing? No, it can't be. Scientific name is this. <laughs> I'm not going to try and read that. Pluro, what's that? Yeah, it's an amphibian. Isn't that okay? Yeah. Well, a frog's an amphibian, so they're, they're kind of from the same pool, I guess. Mm. But I always think of something like a salamander or uh, a newt. They're, they're quite exotic, aren't they? Well, that's my point, being like, I yeah. can't imagine newts just surviving in Scotland. Like, for know. one, it's really cold up there. Oh, yeah, of all the places. Maybe I don't know. Let's say, let's put Scottish newt and see what happens. <laughs> Scottish newt. Oh, there's three species of newt in Scotland. The smooth, the palmate, I don't know if that's how you say that, and the great crested. That sounds the worst. Who knew? 
The great crested. Yeah. What do you mean worst? Crested, like it sounds textured. Well, yeah. I guess so. Like crustate, crust. Uh, what's that word? Crustated. <laughs> you mean crustacean, like yeah. uh, crab? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other day we went to the local local supermarket yesterday. I don't mm-hmm. know why I said the other day. And um, there was like this little box of crabs, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, there was. Wasn't that weird? I thought they were fake at first. Mm-hmm. Um, like really, really small crabs. They're yeah. all dead, obviously. Like, what were they, like crunchy snacks? Is that what they were? I think so, because they were with the other like snacks like that, like, like nuts, nuts and, and stuff. They, they eat um, they do, the same way, I guess, we do like pork scratchings is like dried pig skin yeah they have like fish skin or fish and they chew on that yeah and they have this other it's like pieces of cheese with like fish around it yeah and there's another thing like these little sausages they're called carupas oh okay what the the cheese or the sausage the little sausages yeah Uh, it's like salami isn't it i suppose but they call it carupas and they have these really small fish they're very, very small and yeah. they're dried and everything's like crunchy or chewy, like salty, you know, all in that sort of area. Yeah. And then right at the bottom, it just had this like little box of... Box of crabs. Crabs? Yeah, tiny little crabs. Yeah. Like the ones that you'd find in little rock pools or something. Yeah. And there was about, what would you say, like 30 in the box? Yeah, easily. But would you, we're so unused rock. to seeing that, as a, particularly as a snack as well. Yeah. Can you imagine if you... You ask like a British person, what snack do you want? Uh, we got, um, what would we have? We got McCoys, we got Walkers, <laughs> uh, we got Pringles, we got, we got uh, crabs, we got, and you, what? <laughs> crabs. You can just have a crab with your pint. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bowl of crabs on the table. You imagine a bar? Mm. Shall I have a bag of crabs, son. I'll yeah. have a pint of beer and a bag of crabs. Just never happen, would it? Never ever happen. No. (laughs) I mean, I kind of, I get it because, you know, if we think like we have pork scratchings when we drink beer, and that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. So why not? Like, you know what I mean? But they're mainly a country that eat fish, so why not have? It makes it makes sense. Yeah. When your when your diet is based mainly Mm. on fish stuff, then I guess you like your taste buds are. More like that. We eat more meat in the UK, I think. they. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, not more meat. Is fish classed as meat? N- no, I don't oh. think so. It's it's still a protein, but I don't think it's the same, you know. But yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Like, we eat beef. That's what I meant. Pork, lamb. Things with legs. <laughs> things, <laughs> things with legs, yeah. <laughs> That's it's ironic, actually, being in Ireland. And, like, we... Yeah, fish-wise, we're very sort of... We're very confined yeah. to, we like tuna, we like salmon. Even salmon is not like... I don't know, because I remember... Um, we like cod. Yeah. Great cod lovers. We do have fish and chips. We do. But it's always, we're not like the fish taste, mm. the taste of fish itself. We don't go for that, really. I don't think generally people go for that. In no. fact, when something is very fishy, the taste, they're like, oh, that's like yeah. not, it's not the palate that we're used to, you know, whereas in Japan it's quite the opposite. Like you have seaweed, which has got a very naturally fishy taste yeah. around rice and even around rice crackers. So when we eat sushi, it mm. doesn't really have a fishy smell. 
Like, you would expect fresh fish. You walk into the sushi shop, it just stinks of fish. It doesn't at no. all. It's very, like, has no smell, really, some of the stuff. Yeah, very true. I mean, I have quite vivid memories of going to... A fish market. Um, a f- indoor fish market. Oh, God, the worst. In the UK. God, the, the smell is just... It was awful. It was so strong. And it kind of makes me realise how much bad fish there must have been <laughs> in well, yeah, that one area. That, that's what I was going to say. So we went, like, yeah, last year, we went to a little island called Sado Island. Hmm. And the water was so blue, wasn't it? And we went sea canoeing. Or was yeah. it sea kayaking? Sea kayaking, yeah. sea kayaking and um the water was so blue and i remember our friend saying to us oh is the water like this in the uk and i immediately thought of blackpool and you know (laughs) you know the beach is not quite (laughs) you know the beach is like oily like you can't even walk on it it's like well that one time we went that's what i'm thinking of because we tried to play bat and ball on the beach do you remember and it's just so I think, thankfully, from what I've heard, they've cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah, but generally, like, British waters are not renowned for their uh, their cleanliness, are they, I suppose? No, they always have, like, a murky sort of... It's like they've brown. got a film on the top. <laughs> you would go in and you get stuck because it's so gluey. Yeah. So if that's where we're getting our fish from, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit concerned. Yeah. No, that's so true. But Sado Island was a really uh, a really beautiful place and we ate some great food there too. Oh, yeah, the food was really fresh. That was the first time that I think both of us had eaten crab from the, you know, from the crab. Yeah, that that's right. There was a lot of firsts that yeah, time. Was. We ate flounder. I'd never eaten that before. And um, what's the other thing, the, the round white uh, thing you get in restaurants often? Round white thing. Yeah, and it's about this thick. What? Oh, scallop. Yeah. Scallop. Yeah. Scallop. Scallop, yeah. We had, yeah. That. We had those for the first time. Yeah. Is it scallop or scallop? I don't know. One don't of them. Me. You know, You know what that means. Scallop round, scallop. round white thing that you get in restaurants. Posh thing. Yeah. Posh thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny actually because this particular time our friends were sort of, I think, showing us what it could be like or like the best possible meal. And yeah. The size of the amount of food that they bought us was insane. And it was like a banquet, wasn't it? It was a huge yeah. table just filled with every kind of seafood that you yeah. could imagine. And everyone had exactly the same. And I was a bit kind of like, whoa, because as soon as you walk in the room, there's four, there was four of us, there was four huge crabs just there <laughs> in the middle of the table. Yeah. And it was really like a bit nerve-wracking for me especially that they have this sort of don't waste any food like this is for you you must eat it kind of thing um which is great but I don't have like a huge stomach so I'm like oh god I gotta eat all this fish and all this food and all this rice and and it was amazing food but yeah that was the first time and I didn't even know how to get the crab out and she's like just break the leg and pull it out and it's just so, like, whoa, like alien to us, wasn't it? It was and kind of intimidating, actually, seeing that, you know, just in front of you. Yeah. You, you don't know where to start. Exactly. Little eyeballs, like, looking at you. Yeah, that was, uh, I, I think, did we turn it round or something? <laughs> probably, probably. One of us turned it round, we were like, I feel like it's watching me mm-hmm. eat it. 
Um, but the strangest part for that for me was like, because they ca- it came with this like, it looked like a dessert spoon, hmm. like really, really long, but like a tiny, tiny little spoon on the end, um, kind of like the size of my baby finger, <laughs> <laughs> fingernail. And I was like, what's this for? Like this really long spoon. And um, our friend was like, it's for eating the brain. <laughs> So she like cracked the top of the crab open, turned it upside down and just scooped the brain out and into yep. her mouth at the same time, like slurping it. Yep. And and with this little spoon. And I was like gobsmacked. I was like, whoa. And she said, you don't have to eat it if you find it strange or, you know, something, you know, <laughs> she just laughed. But she's like, it is the best part. Apparently so. Did you I try like, it? No. I couldn't because it was like formed as a brain and I remember it was like, so the crab meat's white but the brain was like grey. It was very dark, wasn't it? And like not not the most appealing looking thing you've ever seen in your life. But like she scooped it from its home. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Using it as a bowl itself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was just very like amazing to see but also I was like, oh, I don't think I could do that. It's kind of like an oyster, how people eat an oyster. I guess so. Yeah, they had the shell there, and it's funny, isn't it? Because you, um, you know, if you take back time to where, let's say, we would first arrived in Japan, even just <coughs> the you're right there. So sorry, I choked. Okay, even just the idea <laughs> of um, like pulling the legs off a crab and then eating the crab meat out of that, that would probably be too much. But yeah. we did it then. So um, as time goes on, you just kind of become a bit more. It's not quite as freaky. You know, I, I, even so, though, now when I think about eating a crab brain, would I? Mm. Not sure. It's something that's very kind of refreshing, though, in a way, because though those things were caught from that island mm. and probably within the same week or same day. So it's kind of like, it's kind of nice, I guess, because it's just a small island. They just fish for their own food. and Yeah, absolutely. And the... And the it all tasted great as well. Oh, it tasted like, so nice. None of that fishy taste. It was just all really fresh. Yeah. And Probably one of my favourite meals that we've had in Japan, actually. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, and the one thing I really remember from that was the persimmons. Yeah. Because they're, they're growing now, aren't they, on the trees. And the trees are full of them. And I don't know where they come from. It's they just, just like, pop up out of nowhere, don't they? They just pop they? up. Yeah. Like it, though, they're kind of like the same trees that have the cherry blossom on, I think. Mm. And... The cherry blossom comes very gradually. Like you see a few le- like few blossoms here and there. But the persimmons, these huge, giant orange fruit, and they just appear. They look like orange tomatoes, don't they? Yeah, but they're, no, they're bigger than tomatoes. Uh, slightly bigger, sorry, but I'm just saying they've got that it's same like kind apple. of like, um, you know, sh- shape almost, that same... It's like a squished apple. Shape. Yeah. Um, and the taste is... Well, this is what I was going to say. So we tried persimmon before, hmm. but at this particular place on Sado Island, they'd frozen the persimmon from winter. Oh, yeah. And they defrost- They just left it on the table and it defrosted as we were eating. And then you could eat it at the end and it was like a sorbet. It was. It exactly was like, like turned sorbet. into like a persimmon sorbet and it was amazing. And she said like... These are saved from winter, and it was obviously the summer, so it was there was something really special in that that they'd been saved because usually they dry them out, they leave them outside to dry, and I guess they go sweeter, don't they? I guess so. Well, the texture but, of persimmons usually 
it's very um, like fibrous. Right. And so I guess when you freeze it, it must it breaks up those fibers more. So it's almost like shaved ice when you're taking it out of the of the casing of the fruit itself. Oh. And that's what gives it that like sorbet type thing, you know. It's I almost know, it's like amazing. I was shocked. Like shaved bits of ice, flakes of ice. Yeah. With the persimmon taste, but I don't. I've never seen them in the UK. No, I never. But do they have them in any other country? I think we have had them in the UK because I feel like my mum bought them once because she thought they were I don't know something else or, but I don't remember trying them. Or I remember thinking, oh, I don't really like that and forgetting about it. But yeah. they do have them They do have them elsewhere because I remember looking. But I think it's mainly around here, let's say. The one thing I'll never forget about that trip is um, we went sea kayaking, obviously. And you were just ahead of me slightly as we were, you know, paddling along. And we pulled into this cove just onto the left. And the... The guy who was leading the tour had got out onto the land and he had like a cool box with him. Yeah. And he pulled out these little tomatoes and a little thing of salt. Mm-hmm. And he was offering them to people. And I'm I'm really not a fan of tomatoes at all, but having just um, kayaked for about how long was it? Half an hour, forty minutes yeah. or something to get it to felt that like cove. Forever. It was like eating. I don't know. Gold. <laughs> yeah, you know, liquid gold. It was <laughs> food of the gods. Yeah. It tasted incredible. I feel like you've mentioned that before. Have I? Yeah, maybe. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm just mentioning it. It was. Uh, no, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty. Fine. Um, it's just like a really firm memory it's really of really refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it says that persimmons are um, from Asia and Japan. Okay, so they they really do just... Uh, yeah. This is their home. But I thought... Do you reckon they're classed as a fruit or a vegetable? Oh, California, apparently. Introduced to California. Oh. In the 1800s. Well, well, well. Uh, it's... Oh, so they came from China originally. Okay. And then they spread to Korea and Japan. Mm. And it was introduced to California in the 1800s. Wow. Well, they're, um, yeah, they're unusual things. Do you reckon they're fruit or vegetables? Uh, fruit. Definitely fruit. Well, it mm. says fruit on here. Oh, there we go. They're fruit. But it kind of, because isn't a tomato's a fruit, isn't it? Yeah. So, why are we taught that tomatoes are a vegetable if they're a fruit? Oh, there was, there was just so many things that you taught that just aren't, aren't correct. It doesn't make sense. It's clearly like a berry type yeah. Thing like, why are we taught that it's a vegetable? Before we carry on, can I ask you a question? Yeah, go on. Ask me a question. <laughs> What's the worst name you could name a child? <laughs> oh, I don't think. I don't even think there's an answer to that. I think that they're oh, yeah. endless. Oh. It's endless. Like you could name them anything. You can name it Poo. Yeah, no, but like Percival. Would that annoy you? Percival. It's someone's child called Percival. Wow. There's someone, yeah, that's a, that's a well, common old-fashioned name, Percival. I like that. Percy. I like Percy. Come here, Percy. That's cute. I used to watch a show that had a pig called Percy the Pig. Okay. Yeah, I suppose Percy, and I can, I can deal with cute. Percy. Yeah. I think um, it sounds like quite girly, though. Yeah. Percy. Hmm. Like Rosie or something. Percy. 
I suppose. What are the names you got? Throw them at me. Uh, Hubert. Oh, I love that name. Do you? Yeah, Hubert. That's so cute. It sounds like an elephant, don't you think? Like yeah. a small elephant, Hubert. Hubert the hedgehog or something. Hubert. <laughs> Hubert. Uh, Hubert. I always think it's really funny when um, kids have very old people names. <laughs> it almost yeah. it almost changes the personality. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, like little uh, little fr- little Frank. Yeah, you know, like that's a really why is that an old person's name? I, I do you know what I think it is. It just does the rounds. Does the rounds? Yeah, you mean like so it's, it's it's like it's got legacy. It, no, no, no. Like it's popular. Mm. Obviously, names come and go out of popularity. Yeah. So the name popular at the time. And then, you know, then it loses popularity and that name grows old as the old person grows old. Mm. And then everyone's grandma is kind of, or granddad has a similar name from that time period that was popular. And then, but then it like does the rounds. So you name your child after your grandmother or grandfather um, or those names just become popular. Like it's cool then to... Like enough time has passed that it's it's now popular again. I guess. Does so. that make sense? It does, but I've got, I've got counter to that because let's say my name. It's, yeah. It's like it's old, isn't it? Jack from John is it's very it's an think... old name, but to me, this might just be my own bias. I don't know, but Jack has never sounded like an old man's name. No, I I agree. Um, so what, I think what's the difference? I, I think that it, if it's biblical, yeah, th- they never sort of go out of popularity as much. Does that make sense? Oh, so they don't sound as old? No, because people will will always take those names, you know, like John, Jack, Anthony, Luke. Oh, so you actually would think those names, they don't ever really go out of use. They're, they're like in constant use. But maybe, maybe yeah. yeah. Okay. Whereas name like... Um, What's an old person's name? Valerie. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't, yeah. you know, hear a child being called Val. Mm. Now that would be a bit yeah, unusual. I actually, kn- I met a girl um, not that long ago and her name was Valerie, but she was uh, German, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, and her name was Valerie. Oh. And I was like, wow, you know, it's Valerie. Like, I don't, I've never met anybody young. With the name Valerie, because I always think of that song, you know, Valerie, yeah. that song. So I was like, I was like, I've never actually met, because like I had a neighbour that yeah. was called Valerie, and she was like older, you know, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was weird. Hmm. And I, met, I was like, oh, your name's Valerie, that's really unusual. But she also was an old soul. It was strange. But like, that's, that's what I mean. It get, I don't know what it is mm-hmm. about these names. Why does it give these kids old souls? And it does. I, I don't know a single kid who has got one of these kind of names that isn't shaped by that. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. I think it's the parents, though, because if the parents chose that name because they think, like, oh, that's cool to have, like, a vintage name, like an older name, right. then they shape the child, not the name as much. Does that make sense? I, I guess so. So if you think it's cool to call your kid Frank, yeah, then you're like you're those kind of parents that would call their kid Frank. So you'll dress him like a Frank. <laughs> you'll talk to him like a Frank. Does that make sense? 
In yeah, my head, that, that makes sense. I like, think you're right, yeah. Like, you'll dress him, like, in braces and a little flat cap. Yeah, more like a, like you say, a vintage yeah, style. And, and so like, they will take on this more older persona because of the way that they are. The way that their parents are. Parents. That, yeah. Because your parents choose your name. You mm. don't choose your name. So it moulds you that way too. Does that make sense? Well, I, I think that's a pretty good, uh, a pretty good point. I've never felt like a Jody. No. No, and I've never any of the Jody that I've met. I've never been like, oh yeah, you're totally a Jody. Uh, Do you think I'm a Jody? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. so. I don't know what defines a Jody. I feel more like a. So what do you feel like? Well, my my parents were going to call me Storm. Mm. I feel more like a Storm than a Jody. That's a very exotic name. Yeah, I know, but Storm. I think I feel like Jody is a bit like a Rachel, and I don't feel like a Rachel. No. But I can't compare a Jody to anything else. I think I'd be more of a Zoe, right. or like something a bit more edgy. I feel like Jody's a very round name, and I feel like more of a triangle name. <laughs> You've got more spike in your name than... Does that make sense? But I'm a little bit rounded. I, I, I get what you mean, but um, you see, what, what I think is interesting is because of your spelling of your name, not having yeah. an E on the end, that to me completely changes the... Not necessarily the sound, but like the feel of your name mm-hmm. and the way that connects to your personality. That's true, actually. Like, I, feel I like don't that see your as name well. as well, precisely. Yeah, I don't see your name as as a Jody with an E. It's yeah. a totally different name. Just as I don't see my name as a Jack with a C. Yeah, that no, I agree. Jody. Actually, your your name looks really cool, like the way it's spelled, like, like J A K. Oh, thank you very much. No, but it does. It really, it really suits you. So I mean, I didn't even mean that really, but I know I know what you're saying. But the um, yeah, it's just maybe it's difficult as well the way you see your own name too. That's probably it's it's funny actually because I, I said that I've never seen another Jodie and thought yeah she's a Jodie. But the other day we were watching this program and it's a really really nice program, isn't it? What was the name of it? Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, great program. Oh my goodness! Like if you have Netflix and you can watch it watch it like what a beautiful program and I was like so you know just emotional the whole way through it and I I kept saying I would love to do this job like I would love to work with people on the spectrum and help them find love like what just a sweet job and how rewarding is that and then the girl that came on to help them was called Jodie and it had the same spelling as me and um, (laughs) the way she talked and everything I was like oh my god like this is me (laughs) No, this, I agree. this woman is me in like 10, well, she was 20 very, years. Um, as you have to be, I guess, when you're working with people with any kind of special needs or disabilities or what, and whatnot, uh, you have to be very empathetic and, and understanding. And, you know, you've got to really be able to connect with people's emotions, even if their emotions are, are generally difficult to relate to, yeah. to yourself. Um, but yeah, her, pers- her, excuse me, her personality in that respect really really similar you know and she she listened in a way that was very much that reminded me of you too yeah it was funny like when they're explaining their emotions and the way that they feel which they are very aware is not the 
you know, the, the normal, the, the typical mm. um, reaction. Uh, you can see that she's just very aware of what they're saying. She's acknowledging their problems and their feelings. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. she's she's a Jody, definitely. It was funny, wasn't it? I was like, oh, this is after I was saying like, oh, I'd love to do that, and then yeah, she appeared. But she was fantastic, wasn't she? Oh, really amazing with them. I've got um, I've so much respect for for people that are in those kind of fields because that. That is no easy job no. to do because of just the amount of um, time and patience that you have to have to, as I say, relate to something that would even to you as a specialist would still be uh, an uncommon feeling, you know. Yeah. You can try and relate to it, but because you don't feel it necessarily yourself. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're special people that do those kind of, that do that kind of work. Absolutely. They really are. But they're... The, the people that she was working with, they're wonderful, beautiful people. Oh, yeah. They're so... Interesting and loving funny. And, and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you, they look at the world in just such a unique way. Yeah. Like, you can learn things from them. You know, like, there, there was a couple that were, like, totally in love with each other and just infatuated with each other. Yeah. And the way they spoke about each other was just so heartwarming. It really like there was. was there, there was no they just loved each other for every single part of them. Yeah. Like they just absolutely adored each other and but to the point where like even their flaws were something that they found to be um I don't know, just in love with. Yeah. Like they just Is looked, it, I think that's the that's the word, isn't it? It was it was adoration. Yeah. They love the bones of one each of one another. Mm, and they're they're so funny too. Like oh, they're laughing all the time and funnier than most comedians. And very like accepting of each other's. Yeah, very witty too, you know. Yeah. Um oh, it's just a lovely programme. You should really watch it. It is great. It's very heartwarming. It's very humbling too, you know, because it I don't imagine most of them had the easiest um, upbringings and childhoods, you know, mm. can't be easy. Being, come, imagine coming into a world mm. where, when you're growing up, it's difficult anyway. But yeah. just imagine that everyone around you, pretty much, is just they can't relate to the way that you act and the way yeah. that you feel. It must be so lonely. I, I don't think we person. actually said um, the program is about <laughs> um, people that are on the autistic spectrum. Yeah, sorry, Mainly. I think you already said that. No, I don't think I did. I said love on the spectrum, but I didn't explain it. Yeah, properly. so they all have uh, forms Varying, of autism. Yeah, they? and they, they're trying to find love, so that that's what the program's about. I don't yeah. actually think I said that, but um, yeah, it's just it was it's just so heartwarming. But, the, but at the end of the program, I just like burst into tears, like, you know, because some of them had been on dates and it was looking hopeful for them, and then it yeah. didn't. And didn't quite go through, did it? No, and they're so just the way they talk about the way they would treat their partner. Yeah, like she would be my princess. I <laughs> I would do anything for her. Like, and they don't even have that person yet. It's like admirable. Yeah, I think people are so quick to take each other for granted. And so what true. can I get from this person? Or you know, I just want to use this person for this and this and whatever. But. They don't have that agenda. They're just like, 
I want to please somebody and marry them and make them happy and that's that's it. Yeah. It's like so straightforward kind of thinking. And um yeah, it's just yeah, it's very it's very humbling. It's a, it is. it's like you said, you know, when they were talking um some of the couples mm. the way they would talk about one another, it's not exactly the most common thing that you hear amongst couples, to be perfectly honest, because often couples do a thing where they they like rip into each other. Yeah. You know, and that's just the dynamic of different couples, I suppose. But also um hearing these guys on this program, they're so respectful of one another that all they have to say is just good stuff. Mm. You know, they back each other up and they support each other when they're down and it's a it's a good decent lesson. Yeah. You know, don't take for granted what you've got. No. And there is like different scenarios where the one guy he he didn't have the right colour socks to go with his outfit yeah. and it really and, stressed him out, didn't it? Yeah, all? and she was so understanding. Like both partners had uh, were on the spectrum and yeah. she was so understanding. It's like, okay, well let's go get socks. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if it's not important to you or you don't understand why it's upsetting for them. Like she was just like, okay, well, let's go get socks. Like, it's just, I don't know. Really she, she knew that that would be the thing which would make everything yeah. okay. Again. And my, <laughs> my favourite, like, little scene from the show was when the, I'm sorry, I don't remember the names, but the girl, she had glasses and she had a snake, like, inside her glasses. <laughs> this, like, really small snake. <laughs> and then that she was, like, kissing her boyfriend. And, oh, it was just so cute. <laughs> he said it's like kissing Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just really, just really sweet. And the way they compliment each other, like, in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. It's something that you would find, like, awkward if, if you know, I was sitting there going, oh, well, I fancy you so much, and, like, in front of a room full of people, but... They just don't, they don't they have don't... The, uh, the the inhibitions, aren't there, are they, really? No, it's... And like, nor well, should they I, be for anyone, well, I suppose, I... but they just, they're ingrained in us. It is. It's just like, well, I love this person, so why wouldn't I (laughs) tell you how much? To the world, yeah, much I love them. Yeah, so sweet. Yeah, very hot woman. Yeah, highly recommend. Mm. Um, Let's just move on from that before I start crying again. Yeah, no, very. Um, Brings a a lump to your throat, doesn't it? So I found this little animal that I want to talk to you about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Are you surprised? No. I should no. I shouldn't be sure. So here it is. Don't read the name, just look at the animal. Oh, my God. <laughs> How cute is that? That might be the smallest looking. Oh, it's like a little hamstery mouse thing. Look at it. <laughs> it looks really proud. Isn't it so cute? Yeah. Please tell me about this animal. Okay, so I was looking at animals in Japan because recently at school we've been doing a lot of um, work about the animals that are in Japan and we, we keep getting asked what animals are in the UK and I can only think Pigeons. of about five yeah <laughs> like <laughs> what do we have I don't know like when they say wildlife I'm like okay deer fox badger hedgehog yeah rabbits a lot of birds and Very I don't know farmy type animals we have yeah. don't we yeah so I thought I'd have a look what were like common animals in Japan okay sorry I just hit the microphone and I found this little uh, mouse Right. So it's called a pika. Pika. 
A pika. What a cute little name. It's a pika. A pika is a small mountain dwelling mammal found in Asia and North America. So it's also in North America. <gasps> is that where Pikachu comes from? Okay. So this is my thought, right? Pikachu. Because it looks, it's, it's a little tiny mouse. It has no tail. It kind of looks like a rabbit. It says that they're like close relative is a rabbit. Mm. It's got rounded ears, although it doesn't have pointy ears. Um, it kind of looks like what I would call a field mouse. Yeah, it looks very similar to one. Yeah, I don't know how big it is, though. It looks tiny. Uh, 20 centimetres. Oh. Well, that's bigger than a, like one of those small little rulers. It's best... Yeah, so it's close to more close to a rabbit, I think. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> so then I googled, I was like, wow, it has to be, it has to come from Pikachu. That's where Pikachu has to get its name from. Yeah. Right? The, the Wrong. Well known Pokemon? Wrong. Wrong. No, Pikachu does not get his name from Pika, the animal. Okay. Pika is actually, it says, uh, <laughs> It's a combination of things, sounds. Pika is a sound an electric spark makes. Like pika pika. Is that what they use in Japanese, you mean? Yeah, yeah. for the sound of a spark. Ah. So we'd probably, what would we say for a spark? Like z. Like something like that, yeah. yeah. Z. Yeah. So theirs would be pika. Pika pika. Or pika pika, right? And then chiu, <laughs> chiu. Yeah. Is a sound a mouse makes. Ah, so Pikachu. Oh. Pikachu, the electric mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very cute. So, yeah, I'm surprised because I... So apparently it's designed on a squirrel, a squirrel, and its cheeks are like red because of that, apparently. Oh, okay. So Pikachu, you mean, is based on the squirrel? Yes. Oh. I didn't know that. So... Yeah, it comes from the Japanese word pika, uh, the onomatopoeia for electric spark and chew from a mouse. Well, we've learnt some more Japanese today. Also, that reminds me, in, in our class, we, they had to guess what noise like <laughs> I was making. So I said, squeak, squeak. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is obvious. They had no idea. They guessed everything but a mouse. <sighs> Yeah, but their sounds are so different, aren't they? Well, like animal sounds. If that's what they say, a mouse is like chew. Yeah. Chew, chew. chew, chew. Maybe yeah. like chew, chew, like it's chewing. I don't know. To I me, that's that doesn't, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it is weird, though, isn't it, when they mm. don't recognise the things that we just take as, what? of course it's <laughs> Yeah. It's a little thing that goes squeak like a mouse. Yeah. Um, but it's surprising that a pika is not related to mm. the... Uh, Pop culture icon Pikachu. I mean, it's so cute, right? It is absolutely adorable. I would like a Pika as a pet. I know, but maybe they're quite big, or I don't know, because we have rabbits as pets. So why don't we have Pika as pets? The the other day, I was driving at night, and um, a white cat. It scared me to death. It like just shot out right in front of my car as I was driving. Mm. How I didn't hit the thing. We've got like a there's a rogue cat around this area. <laughs> Sounds like you said road cat. A rogue. A rogue cat. Right, rogue. There's a rogue (laughs) cat around this area, and I I think it's suicidal. I'm sure that it is determined to be hit by my car. It has been hit by your car? It hasn't. I've missed it every time, fortunately, because I keep seeing the thing. 
the white one or the ginger one? The white one. Okay, well, the ginger one has come into contact. I think I clipped him. <laughs> you think? I think I, I think I might have given him a limp. <laughs> you think? Yeah. No, we, we looked for that cat for a long time. We couldn't find it. So it ran away. I always forget. Is it white that's lucky or unlucky? When we say black is unlucky because of a witch's cat. Like, there's that thing of the cat crossing your path, isn't it? It's yeah, we say, oh, it's lucky or lucky. But I don't know about white cat. I'm not sure. I mean, it's probably lucky. Are you sure? Yeah. You, it's what you want okay. it to be. It's a, it's it a lucky, lucky cat. I mean, put it this way. I didn't hit it. Miracle. There you go. Lucky. Lucky um, cat. I, I did see two. I saw two dead tanukis, though. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen quite a few recently. Yeah. They, they used to be um, around. I think the truck's going to just bowl them over, which is kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Bigger than I thought, though. They're smaller than I thought they were. Really? I well, think I imagine them to be like a badger. Um, but they're smaller than a badger. And they're smaller than a raccoon. They're, it's a raccoon dog, a tanuki is. Maybe the things that I saw were were more like badgers then. I don't know. No, I think that you, I think you've seen a tanuki. Hmm. Unfortunately. They have a tail. Did I have a tail? Yes. Yeah, it's a tanuki. Well, yeah, we saw, we saw a, a few. Remember? We did see a little family of them, didn't we? <laughs> a little baby. Did a few baby little ones. Baby. <laughs> it was so cute. That's very cute. Mm. Maybe that's why, because it was like there were babies that I thought they were small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was shocked last night, actually, when I, we went round to our friends for... Uh, oh, happy... Mind you, it's already gone. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy, mind you, it's already gone Halloween. <laughs> Happy post-Halloween. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention Halloween. Yeah. So we went round to our friends and we had like a little mini Halloween party. And he pulls out a bag and he says, what do you think this is? Oh, God. And I mean, it was very difficult to tell as he was unwrapping it. And all of a sudden he starts exposing this really dark fur. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've, you know, touch it. <laughs> None of us really wanted to touch it, did uh, we? I didn't touch it. I did. Uh, but it was the fur of a bear, mm. which was kind of unfortunate, really. I don't really understand why they had, you know, why it was hunted or whatever. Well, maybe it was just dead. Mm, I don't they... know, because the neighbour shot it. Right. They do, some of them do eat bear. And they do, I mean, that was skinned too. Yeah. So. so that's kind of unfortunate. And like the the, the uh, claws were on there too. and But I, I felt the fur. And our other friend thought that it was going to be soft, but it was so coarse. I, w- I would never think it was soft. Really? No, I don't think I would either. Because, I mean, they've got to be kind of um, waterproof to dry out. Yeah. They? Not waterproof, you know what I mean? Waterproof. <laughs> Hello, I'm a waterproof bear. bear's waterproof. <laughs> no, uh, it's got to be, you know, like polar bears have that really oily yeah. uh, fur. So the water just drips off them mm. like that. It was so coarse. That's what, how I imagined a bear's fur yeah. to be. Felt like a wig. <laughs> Loads of fake hair. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, poor little bear. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it. really sad. It was small too. Yeah. So it was obviously a baby bear. Mm. I just don't, I don't really get it because they're they're on the they're in the red list, aren't they? They're like almost ex- they're not e- almost extinct, but they're going to go extinct. I believe that in some of the, like the uh, the southern parts of Japan, they are. They on, don't have They're any. on the, that red list thing. They are yeah. on the verge of being becoming just being wiped out. But you think that would encourage them not to shoot them up here? Because mm. you often hear guns going off. 
and, you know, reports of bears. But I always thought they shot into the air to scare them into the forest. Yeah, so did I. But I think what they do is they try and catch them. And if they catch them, they shoot them. Right. I think. Okay. But I don't really know why. I mean, I guess the only thing I can think of is that they see as a, you know, see them as being a danger. But also, if you just leave them alone, I don't think they're going to be um, much harm to anyone. I certainly would have no desire to shoot one. But, you know, there we go. Do, uh, they, do they shoot bears in America? Or is it like... Uh, I think, you know, in places where they hunt, I, I think it's pretty... Bear is pretty fair game. Where the numbers of a certain particular kind of animal are, are very high or right. they're, they're healthy, I guess hunting isn't so much of an issue because it, it promotes, like, the ecosystem right. as, as a predator would naturally in the environment. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Either way, yeah, it's still kind of, still kind of sad. Well, I was just looking. I just had a look on Google, see if I could see any anything. Um, it just says that they've been known to attack humans and pets. Although experts insist that they avoid people, but they're only aggressive when their cubs are threatened. Yeah, that was my impression. You know. Yeah. So you see, uh. I think often the the small cubs, they get spotted. And then because they know that a mother is around somewhere, that's the threat, like you said. Mm. You know, because a mother would obviously attack anyone who was around a cub. So it says, this was, um, this was a, like 2016, but I did find this article that says there was a number of fatal bear attacks, like all in this, this time period. Um, so they make better efforts to keep track of the animals in the area so i think if too many come down because recently i was also told that they caught a bear and released it back up into the forest in the mountain oh really yeah your supervisor told me that Mm. so then i think i guess it depends i don't know maybe they have like a quota it's like oh well we've we've killed three bears we can't kill anymore i see do you know what i mean so they monitor the levels Maybe, month. yeah. So there's like too many bears coming down, hmm. which there was, I guess. There was a lot of bears this time. Well, I know in places like, uh, is it California or something, they have certain species of animals like coyotes and stuff like that. They become such a, they're ramp, you know, they're everywhere. They become actually more like a pest. The semi-kangaroos in Australia, I believe that they're considered to be a pest too. Like yeah. there, there's so many damn kangaroos everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Animals are unpredictable, aren't they? That's the thing. You can Google as much as you want, like, yeah. are bears dangerous? Should I? What should I do if I see a kangaroo? But it, it's unpredictable. You don't is. know what that kangaroo's already been through in their day. You, you know what not. I mean? Just like a human. <laughs> you come across an angry human, you don't know what kind of day they've had. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> right. Let's call it an evening there, Jodie. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. If you'd like to be a part of the Owl community, please find us on Twitter at Our Weird Life Pod and Facebook Our Weird Life Podcast. Any final thoughts, Joe? I uh, just hope you have a lovely day and uh, keep safe, keep smiling, and we'll see you again next Sunday.
with a brand new episode. Yeah. Fare thee well. Bye.